And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. Praise the Lord. If you would turn your Bibles to Acts chapter 8 and let's look at verse 8. Amen. I've entitled this sermon, God did not forget Samaria, nor will he forget you. Amen. God did not forget Samaria, nor will he forget you. Praise the Lord. And so we are going to continue from where we left off last week. We were speaking about how Jesus started a good work in Samaria. You remembered the woman at the well and left. She evangelized the city and the devil came right behind him and planted a sorcerer, amen, a male witch, a wizard to undo the good work that the Lord began in Samaria. Amen. And we said it's a pattern the devil has. Anytime there is a good work going on, anytime there is a good work, especially at its embryonic stage, especially at its infancy stage, the devil tries to take it out because he's afraid that the seed of God's word will get planted in the hearts of people and they'll start bringing forth fruit. He's against fruit bearing. If you recall, we said last week, he is a destroyer. He is a party pooper. <laughs> he's not interested in the well-being of anybody. He's all for himself. And sometimes I wonder, why do people serve the devil? Because he's concerned about himself, not anybody. Our text is here in Acts chapter 8, verse 8. When Peter preached... Peter, excuse me, Philip, when Philip preached in Samaria, persecution in Jerusalem, they fled from Jerusalem. The apostles stayed in Jerusalem, but the others left Jerusalem. God placed it on Philip's heart to go to Samaria. And the Bible says Philip preached and the power of God was manifested, amen, and blind eyes were opened, dumb, the dumb spoke. Demons, people were delivered from demon possession. Notice what happened, brothers and sisters. I'm going to, I'm going to say something, and please don't you get offended. Is, 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 is that all right? We are family. Philip went to Samaria to minister. He didn't go down to Samaria and walk around the city and pray before he preached. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> well... <laughs> As I said, don't you get offended because I did it on many times. I would go down in the city, walk around, go to the capital and stay and pray. But brothers and sisters, how many of you know that it's the ex it is the word of God spoken that's break that breaks the yoke? Let me say that again. It is the spoken word that breaks the yoke. And I think I, I got to tell you, since sometimes we give the devil too much credit. Let me say that again. We give the devil too much credit. We have one name. That we can use to cripple the devil. And that's the name of Jesus. So I, I understand. And, and, and I'm not against you if you're going around the city and praying. But what we need to do is speak the word of God. Amen. And the word of God will take down principalities and powers. And bring freedom to people. As you will see here, the Bible says, When Philip came with the word of God, the city experienced great joy. You'll see in a while when the sorcerer 
practice his magic in the absence of Stephen, the people were wowed and amazed. Nobody was helped. Well, let me move on here. Amen. So I'm here to tell you this morning that God did not forget Samaria. Neither will he forget you. The good work he began in Samaria, he sent Philip to finish it. The good work that Jesus has begun in you, he's well able to bring it to completion since. I think it's Philippians chapter 1 verse 6. It reads, Paul said, I'm confident. He was speaking to the saints in Philippi. He said, I'm confident of this very thing. That he which hath begun a good work. Can somebody say good work? A good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Amen. He will perform it until the rapture. Jesus is coming back. And Paul said, I'm confident that the good work, the seed of God, that's been sown in our hearts, it'll, uh, it'll, it'll reach its maximum potential. Since you hear me. And, 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 and keep in mind, you and I, we have a part to play. You can bring a horse to the river, but the horse has to drink. Praise the Lord. It's one thing. In, you see, before COVID, you know, we had, there was room uh, for error. Post-COVID, no room for error. You get what I'm saying? Before COVID, we thought, well, God had to do everything. Well, <laughs> and that's why we sang songs like, what God has for me, it is for me. Whether or not I do anything about it. Year one. Year two. What God has for me. It is for me. Year three. What God has for me. No, year three. I know without a doubt. <laughs> that he will what? No, no. He's brought us out already. And this is what I mean. He's provided the power. Amen. Needed to take us out. Uh, he said it is what? Finished. The power needed to bring freedom has been provided to us, for us. It is in us. Now we have to do something with it. Don't ask God to do what he tells you to do. Anyhow. We have to stop asking God to do what he tells us to do. He said, lay hands on the sick. What you do, you lay hands. You don't say, Jesus, can you touch? He didn't ask you to do that. <laughs> uh, this is post-COVID. We got to be real now. Amen. So don't ask God to do what he tells you to do. God has not forgotten you. He hasn't forgot. He did not forget Samaria, brothers and sisters. And he'll bring the good thing we just started to completion. But I just stop by to tell you that you have a choice in the matter also. You have a part to play. You and I, we've got to be equally vested in seeing the promises of God manifest in our lives. Let me say it again. We have to be what? Equally vested in seeing the promises of God manifest. Notice what the Bible says. The Bible says, when Peter, when Philip preached, they all with one accord. Are you with me? Listened. And they believed. They all with what? One accord. Believed God. Amen. They had to do something. The word was preached. The seed was sown. But they had to receive it. Thank you Lord. The woman 
with the issue. You remember the woman with the issue of blood? The Bible calls her what? A certain, a certain woman? A certain woman. No name, no background, whether or not she goes to church. <laughs> you see, if God, if, if God had said, well, she has been in church for 40 years, we would say, there it is, that's why God healed her. She's been in church a long time. <laughs> uh, isn't that a wonderful God? God is telling you and I, anybody can get whole. <laughs> that's why he said a certain woman. And he used women because back then, women didn't have a lot of rights. Ah, glory be to God. Back and since, ladies, you hear me? This is history. It's well documented. Back then, women were the possession of men. How many of you thank God for today? Yeah. Hallelujah. Back then, it's unfortunate. We had, back then, it was a male chauvinist society. Uh-huh, wasn't it? But I thank God for today. Amen. People's eyes have opened. Glory be to Jesus. And now women, equally value with with many men we all stand on the same level at the foot of the cross equal value some of you don't sound like you're convinced about it <laughs> glory be to Jesus <laughs> oh how many of you thank God here for women it was a woman who evangelized. Amen. It was a woman who evangelized the Samaria. It was a woman who Jesus appeared to the very day he rose from the dead. And he told her, go, be an evangelist. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, God, we give you praise. Oh, God, we thank you. And so the Bible says in that city, in that city, and that's why I am, I'm a little mesmerized when I, when I see, when I hear the women's lib have issues with Christians. It's because they're ignorant. They, don't know, they do not know history. Christianity promotes the freedom of females. That's what Jesus came to do. That's what Jesus did. Mm. Well, Let me move on here. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, now the word great joy, you see great joy right here. It reminded me of what the angel told the shepherds. Amen. When they came to announce the birth of Jesus in Luke chapter 2. They said, they said to the, they said to the shepherds, and I'm, I'm, I'm about to make a point. They said to the shepherds in Luke chapter 2 verse 10. They said, fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of what? Great joy. Of what? Great joy. What is the good tidings of great joy? Verse 11 tells us. Can you go to verse 11? He said, for honor to you is born this day in the city of David. Uh, savior, which is whom? Christ. Oh, hallelujah. Hall a savior has entered the world. Amen. He came to bring freedom. He came to bring justice. So we, sh we should be experiencing great joy. Great joy. Tell your neighbor there is a savior in the house. Oh, there is a savior in the house. And I'm, and I'm glad about it. Amen. Glory be to Jesus. Save my sanctified soul. Yes. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Let me ask you, do you have a Savior in your heart this morning? Yes. Do you have a Savior in your heart? You do? Yes. Praise the Lord. Well, then you should be experiencing great joy. Yes. 
you should be experiencing what? Great joy. Whenever Jesus enters somebody's life, whenever he enters a city, he brings? Great joy. Yes, I should have entitled that sermon, Great Joy. <laughs> great joy. Great joy should be the distinguishing characteristic of every Christian. Wherever you go, great joy just smiles. <laughs> great joy because Jesus is in the heart. After all, the Bible said Jesus was anointed with the oil of gladness. Above all his fellow, he was the happiest man around. People flocked to Jesus. The kids run to Jesus. Now, now you know kids. Kids are innocent. Kids feel you. Kids, you look at a kid and they'll tell you, is that a good person or not? If they run towards that person, yes, that's a good person. If they run away, run. <laughs> kids are pure. They have that, that innocence. Amen. <laughs> that's why Jesus said, we must be childlike. Amen. In our hearts, in the way we receive, we receive from God. Yes. Amen. So since there is always great joy when Jesus and his accompanying power, power in the form of the Holy Spirit enters a city of somebody's life. Great joy. Can you say great joy? Great joy. Great joy. But verse 9, can you go to verse 9? But here is a term of contrast. It means we are changing direction here. Yeah. Philip did whatever he did, but... The devil doesn't relent. You know that. Right. Satan does not relent. He'll leave you for a time and he's coming back. That's why you and I should be engaged in growth. In spiritual growth. Amen. The Bible says we should desire the sincere milk of the word that we may grow thereby. Amen. We must do what? You have to desire. I have to desire the sincere milk of the word. Second Peter 3.18, don't turn there. Don't turn there, leave it on Acts 9. It says we must grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That's what we have. We must do what? Grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's what was lacking in Samaria. Nobody stayed to help the baby Christians. And because of that, the devil planted a male witch, a sorcerer. Today, we call sorcery the arts. <laughs> well, let me move on here. It is not an art. It's demon possession. When you can draw, that's an art. Any other arts in the house? Singing. That's the arts. Not a demon possessed man. But we are told here, there was a certain man called whom? Simon. Simon which before time in the same city used, what he used? Sorcery. Sorcery and bewitched the people of Samaria. Giving out that he himself was some great one. Mm -hmm. Philip ministered the word of God. But we have a change in direction. Mm-hmm. A term of contrast. We have the devil using his men. Called whom? Simon. A wizard. A male witch. <laughs> Sent by the devil to intercept the good work Jesus began with the woman at the well. Mm -hmm. Since, let me share this with you before I move further. Sometimes we need to do an evaluation of those who are planted in our lives. Yeah, sometimes you got to sit back. Uh, let me share with you some questions 
you could ask during the evaluation process questions like is that person an asset or liability to me mm -hmm. next question does that person build me up spiritually or am i a dumping ground for that for that person uh, am i a trash can in which they just call and just just put garbage and garbage after garbage well let me give you one more the, the amen is not as thick as i thought it would be amen. <laughs> amen and the last one is how do i feel when i leave that person do i feel weighted down or do i feel uplifted amen. after speaking to he or she on the phone or after we go downtown to eat when i get in my car how do i feel the Bible says you got to guard your heart. Watch what's coming into through your eye and through your ear. Watch who is planted in your life. That person could be a good friend. Mm -hmm. But be careful because the devil disguises himself as an angel of light. He's notorious for doing that. And then we say, well, he's my good friend. She's my good friend. No, brothers and sisters, you got to do an evaluation. Amen. Jesus is on his way back. Yes, he is. Mm -hmm. Amen. John chapter 4. Let's look at the good work Jesus started. John chapter 4, quickly. John chapter 4 and verse 28. After Jesus encountered the woman at the well, you remembered, right? They had an exchange and Jesus, she was, it is amazing. Do you know that the woman at the well was the first female Jesus told he was the Messiah? Yes, right. Amazing. Amazing. He never, he never told the Pharisees anything. Peter, God had to tell Peter. Yes. That he's the Christ. But Jesus' heart is always for sinners. You'll see the Bible says Jesus must needs pass through Samaria. That's what the Bible says. Jesus must needs pass through Samaria. I know it sounds like ebonics, but it's good English. <laughs> Anyhow, let's read the text quickly. John chapter 4, you got it, verse 28. It says, the woman after Jesus left her, the woman then left her water pot. You see, when great joy take a hold of your soul, you forget everything else. Yeah. When so, when you have you met somebody happy, they just they just they are so happy. Because they found what they were looking for. Mm, they forgot everything else. That's what happened to her. And went her way into the city. And saith to the men. Come see a man. Which told me all things that I've ever done. Is not he the Christ? Then they went out of the city and came unto her. Now, now listen brothers and sisters. Jesus could have said well. She's a woman. Amen. I don't think women should be should should evangelize. He could have said that. Uh, can I dig deeper? Not only shouldn't they evangelize, but they shouldn't preach and teach the word of God because they are women, like some well-meaning Christians think. Let me say that again. You know there are some well-meaning Christians who think that women should not preach or teach the word of God. Well, well, well. You. <laughs> Now they seem to be changing. Now they change. They're saying, well, they can preach and teach, but they cannot be pastors. Let me tell you why they change. Because they read in Joel chapter 2 verse 28. Let me show you. Can you go to Joel chapter 2 verse 28? And, and they keep changing, you know, all the time. 
Joel chapter 2 verse 28. One day they will see the light. One day. This is Joel prophesying. Joel said, and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. That is the Holy Spirit speaking through prophet Joel. Amen. And, and, and why did he speak through the prophet? He said, the day is coming and he's referencing the day of Pentecost here. He's saying one day I'm going to pour out my spirit on whom? All flesh. All flesh is all flesh. To me all flesh means male and female. Amen. He continues and your sons and your daughters. No he didn't stop on sons and daughters. He continued. And your men and your shall dream dreams and your no no I'm looking for particular I miss something I miss there is a uh, glory be to Jesus after your sons and daughters shall prophesy your old men shall dream dreams is is it in this verse right here uh, oh yes yes that, let's continue let's it's, it's in the next verse and also upon whom the servants no no listen listen servants here are male slaves. And let's see who else is going to point on. And upon the handmaids. Handmaids are female slaves. Jesus said not only am I going to pour my spirit on all flesh. Not only am I going to pour my spirit on sons and daughters. But on male slaves and female slaves. God is sending a message to humans. Long before to show that everybody is equally valued by God. And for some reason, some people still can't get it. No exception. I'm going to pour my spirit on all flesh. So, so, so they read it now. And so they say, well, we saw this. But let's say, let us say that they now can't be pastors. Yeah, they can preach in churches, but they can't be pastors. Mm -hmm. That's what they say now. Well, let me leave that alone. Some of you are looking at me say, Pastor, leave that alone. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Anyhow. No, Jesus didn't say that. What he said, for that matter, he said, as I said before, he said, he didn't say, because she's a woman, I'm going to move on. No, he said, the Bible says, Jesus said, I must needs pass through Samaria. Jesus said, there is a female there. She's the one qualified to evangelize the city. The men won't do it. You know us, brothers. Praise the Lord. Amen. <laughs> you know, my mother told, my mother said to me, son, if you find 10 good women in a church who can pray and seek the Lord, she said, the men will come, but you got yourself a good start. Amen. Yeah, that's, that's what she said. She said, the men, if you get some good, you know, I grew up with a lot of elderly mothers in the church. Some, they used to come to the church at five in the morning, six in the morning, and they could pray, Lord have mercy. They could pray up a storm. Mm -hmm. And they moved hell. They prayed the church through. They prayed people through. Mm -hmm. My mother was one of them. And she said, if you get 10 good women. I said, thank you, mother. I'm looking for 400 good people. Like David. <laughs> God touched the hearts of 400 good people. To run with David. If you got 400 good people, you will take the kingdom. Yeah. You will take the kingdom. 400 people whom God has touched. When God touched their hearts to, to be with you, God sent them. They're going nowhere. 
Now, if you go get them, you got yourself some problems. Yes, yes, yes. If you go get them, you got to keep them. When God send them, brother, they're there forever. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And God will little by little. That's what God does. Little by little. He sends them, blessed be the name of the Lord, and empowers them and give them vision. And they, they, they hook to you and they can see what you see. They can feel what you feel. They can see where you're going. Now the devil is in trouble. Oh, hallelujah. And so Jesus said, I must needs pass through Samaria. Passing through Samaria is a must for me. Mm -hmm. Passing through Samaria was something Jesus needed to do. Why? Because there was an evangelist, a woman at the well who needed to encounter the master. There are many people today, hear me, who have not had that encounter with Jesus. Since you hear me very clearly, there are many of us attending church who have not had that encounter with Jesus. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about that one-on-one. -on -one. One-on-one -on -one is important. <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. One-on-one -on -one is important. Mm -hmm. He said there is a woman who needed validation. A woman who needed to hear the master's voice. Mm -hmm. Someone who was overlooked, looked down upon, considered an outcast by the community. These are the people Jesus is looking for. Mm -hmm. People that you look down upon. <laughs> Uh, you and I look down upon and say there'll be nothing. Let them have a one-on-one -on -one with Jesus. And let them catch on fire. The world will come see them burn. That one-on-one -on -one is so important, so important. And this is what the Bible said happened after Jesus met her. Can you go to verse, can you go to verse, um, verse 4, John chapter 4, verse 4. It reads, it reads, here is the verse, John chapter 4, verse 4, you got it? You got to see it though. It says, and he must what? You thought I was just saying that. It's in the Bible. It's right there. I know it looks like Ebonics, but it's right. It's good English. <laughs> he, <laughs> he must needs. Because there is somebody in Samaria. Saints, if, if you are the only one in a city God has to come for, he'll come for you. Amen. <laughs> Ah, glory be to Jesus. <laughs> and he will come by himself. He's not sending an angel. He's coming for you. Because you are his bride. Yes. Oh, a man comes for his wife. Yes, he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll come through. Oh, God, I give you praise. I give you praise. And the Bible says he must needs go through Samaria. And, and, and then cometh he to a city of Samaria, which is called Shaika. You got it? Yeah. Verse 5. Near the parcel ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Samaria has rich history. Think about it. Rich history. And the devil knows that. So that is why he planted his male witch. <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. He knows how rich, spiritually rich, the history is in Samaria. He's trying to get the people amazed. Mm -hmm. But he had them under a spell. They were just amazed only. Ooh. Ah. Nobody got saved. Nobody got healed. Mm -hmm. 
That's what he does. Keep you in amazement. You know, you know, we live in a we live in a highly uh, I'm looking a highly entertaining society. People look at people want to be entertained. That's what was happening there. They were entertained. They'll break down the gates to go into and to be entertained. Have you ever seen the rush to the football game? You can barely breathe. <laughs> but they're moving forward. <laughs> After that, an entertainment. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. I, I tried going once, and I said, never me again. I could barely breathe. <laughs> I was on my toes. <laughs> I'm sorry. And my wife said to me, are you going to the next game? I said, which one? <laughs> <laughs> oh blessed so we love entertainment and he was entertaining the people people will settle for entertainment but remain bound <laughs> people will settle for entertainment mm -hmm. but not deliverance let me share this with you brothers and sisters you know sometimes I come here I have my sermon crafted but sometimes I hear from the Lord and I want to share with you what's on my heart. Because the truth is, we were in May 2022. May 2022, we got about how many more months before the year end? Six, seven more months before 2022 is over. When we began 2022, the Lord said it's a year of fulfillment. I mean, it's a year for the manifestation of the power of God. It's a year to be made whole. And I'm here to ask you, brothers and sisters, what have you done? I'm asking us. Because we said 2022 cannot unfold like 2020 and 2021. Mm -hmm. If you remember the woman uh, with the issue of blood, she, the Bible calls her a certain woman. She was whole after that, but being whole cost her something. Are you getting what I'm saying? This is the year where we, we were told that you will experience wholeness, not being healed. No, 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 wholeness, where everything is all right. Whole spiritually, whole financially, whole emotionally. Amen. Are you getting one? This is the year I'm asking you, it doesn't come by osmosis. Being whole doesn't settle on you like a fog. The lady, the, this, I need you to hear that. I was, this week I was here praying and just walking and saying, Father, what's going on? It's 2022 unfolding like 2021. And the Lord brought this particular story to me and I went back and I pulled back and I I watched how the woman get whole and you know some people say well it doesn't take all that the woman was risking her life yeah. the Lord Moses said if she was caught in public she would be stoned yeah. are you getting on and she said to herself you see you see she let me some of us things are still okay for us we haven't spent everything like her. She spent everything she had. She, all the money. You, you see, she didn't want to tithe, but she paid it. Well, let me leave them. <laughs> you, you don't want to give to God. The money will go somewhere else. You, you, you and I haven't come to the point where we realize that man cannot help you. 
When you get to that point and you realize that human beings cannot help you, you when you realize that you have an incurable condition, and when I say incurable, I'm not talking about a disease. I'm talking about a situation that human beings cannot change. And you get what I'm saying? When you realize that, huh? And you've exhausted all your resources. You see, we still have resources to exhaust. <laughs> That's why we are not stretching as we should. Uh, 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 you get what I'm saying? That's why we are staying where it's comfortable. She could have stayed home, but she heard Jesus was passing. Uh, that's what she, she heard. Jesus was passing. Bleeding for 12 years. Weak and tired. Frail body. You understand what I'm saying? Weak and tired. And she's trying her best. Let me tell you. She wore three masks. Because she didn't want them to see she was a woman. I'm trying to bring it into. Uh -huh, into reality today. You know. We, amen. She wear three masks. And she had her head covered. And she, she made her way through. Tired. Weak. Broken. You know, today. You, you ask your folks. Are you coming to church? Yeah. Why might I? What, what time is it again? Let me check the weather. Yeah. She, after, you see, let me tell you, you are not bleeding enough. That's why. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When you start to bleed, it'll change your pursuit. That's what God said to me. He said, we are not bleeding enough. Are you getting me? When you bleed, like she bled for 12 years, oh, it will change your pursuit. Yeah, yes, it will. And that's what he said. I was saying, I was there, Elder, I was there saying, God, what's going on? And he said, Son, look, when you bleed like she bled for 12 years, not one year, do you know what it is for a woman to be bleeding every day for 12 years? She is a conqueror. To lose all that blood and still fight your way through a bunch of men. We don't want it bad enough. We still have resources to play with, and you know, bless the Lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But when you want it that bad, Jesus is coming back, people. Any time now, He's going to come. He's going to hover over the hover over Earth's surface, and. Those who are dead first going to burst the grave. Amen. Yes. Let me tell you, a lot of graves are going to be opened. Yes. Amen. Yes. And then those of us who are here, we're going to meet him in the air. Yes. And then he say, up, 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 and away we go. Yes. Amen. Yes. So, before that happens, you need to look back and see whether or not your goals have been accomplished. And if not, now it's time to pursue. Now it's time to get serious. Amen. And you get what I'm saying? Now it's time to what? Get serious. Now it's time to change your pursuit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You got to pursue. I was reading, um, I think, in somewhere in Psalm 62. It says, my soul follows hard after Jesus. Yeah. My soul follows. Our soul follows too soft after God. Yeah. 
That's the problem. We are following too soft after God. You see, we still have options. Like her, when you have no options. Yeah, yeah. When you got no options. Oh, it will happen. Yeah, you, you, you now you're open to believe God. <laughs> like that woman at the well, everybody gave up on her. She had no reputation. Uh-huh. The old cash of the city. Everybody used their mouth talking about how she had five husbands and oh my God, can you can, do you know what kind of life that is? I don't want to be like that. And so they, she walked around town with her head bow until she met the master. Yeah, you need a one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. yeah, that's what you're one-on-one. -on -one. That's what we lack in these days. And brothers and sisters, do not let 2022 unfold before you get your one-on-one -on -one with Jesus. Shut down. Change your calendar. Modify your program. It is late. It is late. And God is calling. He's asking. Some of you feel what I feel. Some of you can feel the tug in your heart. But. A term of contrast. I got. No, no. You got to change. Mm-hmm. You got to change. You got to do what you got to do. Mm -hmm. You got to tell your body this week we are not eating meat. This week we're going to eat a little piece of fish and veg, lots of smoothies, because I need to seek God. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. glory be to Jesus. I'm going on a mini fast. It's not the church fast. That's me. Many of you have been given a husband already. Let me say that again. He's been given what? My prayer for all the females in this church is that they all be married. Single females. That they all, that's my prayer. I say, Father, that's my prayer for every female who attends Imitators of God Ministries. We have good women in the body. Of, I say that too fast, sorry. I got, a lot of, I got a lot to preach, that's why. We've got good women in the body of Christ. Good females. Mm-hmm. And I'm praying the Lord that he bring the men. And not only at imitators of God ministries, in the body of Christ. Amen. Amen. And there are some, I've met some good men out there just looking for a good woman. I met men who said, he said, Pastor, I know, the, I know the only place I can get that type of woman is in church. I said, so what are you doing out there? Uh, these pastors, you know, <laughs> these pastors. Yeah, so they know, they know, but you know, that's why we have to, that's why brothers and sisters, we have to ensure that we live in light. Amen. Amen. So that's my prayer that everybody, and God said to me, he said, I have given them their husbands already. Amen. Yeah. He said, I've given them their husbands already. So if he has, you have a part to play. Mm -hmm. You got to do what you've got to do. Amen. So he can appear. So she can appear. Praise the Lord. Just like I've been praying that not one person in here will have high blood pressure diabetes. Not I, I'm believing God. Do you know in somewhere in Deuteronomy, I'm going to get it next week, that God said he will take away sickness and disease from us? That's what the word says, right? God said I will take away sickness from you. That's my prayer. I don't want anybody to be laying hands on anybody to get healed. No, no, no. no. You walk in health. We walk in health. Mm -hmm. On the unsafe, we lay hands on unsafe, but you come in here and just get healed. Amen. Amen. Living in the blessing, not from miracle to miracle. Amen. Let me say that. Living in the blessings of God, not from miracle to miracle. 
But what it's going to take is going to take you and I hunkering down. Amen. Spending time with the Lord and asking God for strategy. Since I'm not telling you a strategy, God will give you your personal strategy to lead you to your heart's desire. Let me share. I know what I'm talking about. God will give you your personal strategy to lead you to your heart's desire. Mm -hmm. Amen. But this is what you got to do. And I'm going to end it. This is what you got to do. Are you ready? You've got to get rid of every other option. You have to take out your confidence in everything else. Let me show you John 5 44. John chapter 5 verse 44. Let me show you this right here. It says right here. You don't depend on anything else or anybody else. It says how can you believe which receive honor of one another and seek not the honor that cometh from God. It was right here. How can you believe to receive from God? If you believe you can get answers from somebody else and elsewhere. You, you're still thinking of. The, the Bible gave us all the examples. Everybody here today can point to an example in the Bible to where they are. Well, I'm telling you what God said to me. And he said, this is your strategy. Well, <laughs> uh, bless God. Ooh, God, I give you praise. But he said, Emmanuel, you got to take out, get rid of your confidence in man. And realize, I am your source. Amen. Uh, glory be to Jesus. I am your source. He said, you've been dealing with resources, but I am the source. I give resources. Okay. If you still think somebody else, some other person, some other thing can help you, you've given honor to other people. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Ooh, glory be to Jesus. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I have one more scripture for you. Psalms 23, verse 14. No, sorry. Is it Psalms 27, 13? Sorry. You got these things in your head. They're on together. 27, 27, 13. David said, I had fainted. I would fall apart like a $2 suitcase. Unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. David said, I had fainted. I was about to fall apart. Mm -hmm. He said, the only reason why I didn't fall apart is because I believed. To see the goodness of the Lord. You know what's the goodness of the Lord? You know what all the needs and desires we have. Amen. That is the goodness of the Lord. For some of you the goodness of the Lord is health and healing. For some of you is having a partner for life. For others it may be money. That's the goodness of the Lord. But you have to believe. It's only coming from God. Amen. Yes, some of you need to check out your profile on, on christiansweetiepie.com. <laughs> take, take it out. Provide, well, you know, Christians, so I, got to, I, I forgot their name. I just heard about, what's their name? This dating, on, this dating online stuff. Where you put your profile. You know what I'm talking about? Look at some of you behaving like you don't know what I'm talking about. Your profile is on every one of them. 
Yeah, yeah. Faith, what's it? E-harmony. Yeah, you buy prof. Yeah. Uh, Christian Mingler. You know the Lord works in mysterious ways, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, yeah, say it again. Black singles, whatever. Look, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you, in church, we are, playing, we are playing quiet. Amen. Like, but our name is on every profile out there. Ten profile. Looking for a hit. Yeah, you, got, you you know you know why? Because you know why? God is not your final source. That, that's it. I I shouldn't. I'm, I'm so sorry. Since you hear, I'm telling you, I'm sharing this with you because, because 2023 is about to run out. And there is an anointing released in this year to help you. Let me tell you, you'll never experience the anointing until you put yourself in the route. In, in, in route. You hear me? You'll never experience the power to help you until you put yourself in that route. Come on now. You better say it. I'm going to stop here. Father, we thank you for your word. <laughs> oh God, we thank you. We bless your name. Hallelujah. I want you to say 2022 will not be like 2020 or 2021. I will experience the blessings of the Lord. I believe to see the goodness of the Lord in 2022 manifest in my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Come on, give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. Please take time to meditate on the word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. And the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com, or call the church, 
8496.